The four of us are gonna play a scramble, anything less than an albatross, and we're just not gonna be pleased. <laughs> oh! Be the number. Dude, that is so good. They're on the green, they yelled at us. I'm sorry for that, but I'm happy. That means I hit it on the green. Albatross, are you kidding me? <laughs> a legitimate yes. albatross, a two on a par five. Yes, it was a putt. That's a legitimate albatross. No second shots, a legitimate two on a par five. You can tell because the vein in his neck's popping out. Yeah. What is up, everybody? Welcome back to the podcast. Carol to my left and the Bobbies to my right. And we just got done playing um, Canyons Golf Club. In Utah, um, ball go far here, 8,000 feet of elevation. Ball go, ball go far. real far. The first thing I want to talk about is that this guy walked in an albatross. Take it away, Bobby. I want to hear your thoughts on it. Um, Bobby hit first, and he kind of missed one just a little right of the green, but it was in the air for so long, we're all thinking, like, that's got to be up there around the green somewhere. And I actually kind of put kind of a relatively smooth swing on it. Uh, right in the center of the face, though. Probably 205 ball speed if I had to guess, but dead straight, no curve whatsoever. I'm sitting there watching it and watching it. It's probably in the air for what, 15, 16 seconds? It's in there for a while. It was a while. We'll have and to look back in the playback and actually yeah. calculate the hang time. Yeah, I'd be very yeah curious. we're going to have to. And I knew that it was at the very least close to the green because somehow from 500 yards away, <laughs> we heard the group ahead of us screaming and, and bitching at us about, hey, you know, we're still on the green. And most people are like, oh, oops, like my bad. You I was didn't like, even yeah, know you hit like, the green. You knew you hit it when they turned around and literally. He literally hit. stood on the well, edge. Right. Of the There's a chance that maybe it was like on the fringe or something. Right. We didn't know for sure. Yeah. Um, but the, the the funny thing about it is normally if you hit into somebody, you feel a sense of guilt or like oops or like that's my bad. I I couldn't have cared less. Like I was like <laughs> I literally did like a fist pump. I think when I was like yes, I hit into them because that meant. We're in business, we're on. <laughs> you know what I mean? So um, it worked out great because we painted the picture that we've hit 500 yard drives in, in the past, granted, whether right. it be in Montana, Colorado at corporate outings, like crazy, crazy shit. And, um, you know, because mine, you guys hit it a couple yards farther, carried it farther, but we all hit it 500 yards. Kyle damn near chipped it in. I went past the hole. I didn't even try to putt the eagle putt. And then, you know, you just get up there and just nail the pin, goes in, we go nuts. The best part about the entire video, like when it's edited and done, were the people sitting on their back patio. Yeah, yeah. All of a sudden, yeah, they look back up at our general direction. Uh, but, but the funny thing is, like, on, from their perspective, you're on a green, you know it's a par five, and all of a sudden, thunk. That was probably a pretty loud thunk, too. Yeah. Because that, 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 that thing was coming that at a terminal came, velocity. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and, I mean, and, and, and the again, pitch I, mark, I, the pitch right. mark on the green was, I mean, like you can't fake that. Yeah. I mean, if the greens were soft, it would have plugged. And by no the way, about it. if it's possible, we should include a link to the actual shot so people can get context. Cause like, yeah, I'm sure it'll be up by the time this podcast is up or at least close to then. Cause like that was the, one of the craziest shots I've ever seen. And like the cool thing about it is like, I know a lot of people would might, might say, oh, it's BS. No way. Here's the thing. The group ahead of us, yelled back at us. The pitch mark was so deep, I, like, it could not have been done by anything other than a ball falling like 400 plus feet. The people on the, in the complexes Duncan. to the right of the green for, verified exactly what they said back at us. <laughs> and the genuine reaction of Bobby walking in a 45 foot albatross putt. Like, <laughs> I mean, 
to me, and I'm curious if any of you guys can maybe back this up or refute it, I think that is for sure the first time we've ever seen on a true full-length 500-plus-yard hole a walk-in albatross from beginning to end, from the tee shot to the putt. And I know there's a couple of albatrosses that have been filmed in the PGA Tour, you know, like Louis Oosthuizen and one from the Masters. If memory serves, there's like, I think, five or six tops. So I, I would love for you guys to tell me how many albatrosses you think have been filmed from beginning to end, meaning like the entire hole has been filmed. Because I, I feel like you can count it on two hands, like in the history of the golf game. Like, it's, and that's crazy that you probably have one of those 10 or less albatrosses. Yeah. Well, and here's a new question, though. Would you guys rather hammer a 500-yard drive and putt in an albatross or hit one in from like 250? <laughs> it's not going to happen. I think the question so has here's already a, been yeah. answered with the, your first yeah. two words. Here's the two storylines is that the hole before, <laughs> oh, okay. I, I drive the green and we three-putt as it were playing, or four, we three-putt as a foursome, like we're playing a scramble-style <laughs> hole. So yeah, bad. but that and then green the next, looked no, I, like it was literally constructed by the Mayans. It was three-tiered. There was, it was, it was impossible. It was impossible. <laughs> it was literally impossible. And then the next hole we go out, you know, he makes an albatross and then we, we you know, we text Garrett or we do a video yeah, called Garrett, Garrett at Good Good. And it's like, you know, I know Matt Sharp and it was Bubby, Matt Sharp, and Micah that all drove a green that was right around 300 yeah. yards. And, uh, you know, Matt ends up hitting a hole in one. But, you know, we tell to Garrett, like, hey, this is pretty darn close. And Garrett's like, how far was the hole in one on a par four? Did you hit a hole? And he was asking us He's like, what it was. I'm like, no, nah, it was a par five. But still, it was, that was pretty sick. Well, Very few people. The crazy thing was, like, the next hole, I didn't not I didn't know if there was another par five. Not, I didn't know how far it was. The course we were playing was only six thousand yards at eight thousand feet of elevation, so it's probably playing like fifty two hundred when it comes down to like. <laughs> yeah. So I'm in my head. That's what's in my head, and I'm like, the next hole can't be that long if we just played a par five. And I know the general direction of the hole, and the next shot he hits is a laser right at the pin, and I'm like. Is he going to hit another albatross, like back-to-back -back albatrosses? And ended up, you know, I think it was another part five, so it was a bit short, but like, like it just, <laughs> just hit another laser right at the green. I was feeling it for just a moment. Hi definitely a highlight for me. You're the best golfer in the world for about seven to ten minutes. I, w I would say that, right, <laughs> if you were to assemble everybody on planet Earth, eight billion people, <laughs> how many are making albatross there in one try? I mean, honestly, there's probably a hundred that had the capability, and like out right. of those hundred, you're probably the one that's going to do it. Right. You so, basically, you, you had I mean, a technically anybody can hit one. Well, you're, I mean, you were you're about that far away from from hitting the. Pen I just thought something. Let me say. And mine went, yeah. Let me say this right now. I think he has the longest true up and down in the history of golf. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Because that hole's dead World straight. World record holder for longest up and down. I, I think that that, that is that's yeah because because you didn't cut any corners. That hole was dead straight. No, it right. Was, it was yeah. a legitimate. Yes, it wasn't playing 505. It, but no, it was, was 505 yards. No, but, no, no. But but in, in terms of in terms of it was downhill. It was like, downhill. Like let's be honest, it, it wasn't playing 505 yards in the sense that if you put me on flat ground at sea level, it would not have been a 500 yard carry. Right, but it probably was playing something close to 400 yards, right? I mean, it, it, it yeah, some close, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Probably so, like more like 425, 430. Yeah, whatever. But uh, you know, go I mean, me, whatever. I don't know. And I'm, I'm thinking about because awesome. like an up and down in my mind is, you hit a shot that's on the green and you make the putt. And so like I'm thinking about this like the only way I could see it being challenged somehow is if at some point throughout the annals of golf history someone hit like two cart paths or has some crazy fortuitous bounce that 
caught a huge downslope because I, I just, I mean, if you guys can point us to an instance where there's been a true up and down longer than 505 yards as the crow flies, I, I, I mean, I feel pretty comfortable in saying that he, ha he owns, and this is kind of wild to say, the longest up and down in the history of the 600-year history. Because he hit it sport. probably about 510 to 512 and, because yeah. the pin was in the back and it wasn't in the middle of the green. Because mine was more towards the middle right. of the green. The I would say mine was probably like 502, 503, somewhere yeah, in there. Yeah. And think about this, too. Yours was long. What? The, of every golf shot hit. <laughs> the, yeah, Kyle hit it a little bit Kyle too hit far. a little too far. He hit a I almost chipped like in for Abitrust, 520. Yeah, you You'll did. probably that see that on my Instagram. I'm definitely that posting good. that. But good. like, but here, think, this is another thing about. Of the, what percentage of golf shots do you think are filmed? And what percentage of holes played by the general public, and just in general, do you think are filmed? So the longest up and down in the history of golf also happens to have been captured on film in its entirety. Yeah. With witnesses, one guy, the guy, the, and I wish we would have gone and like actually interviewed the guys after he made the putt. We just weren't well, thinking. You know we were, what? We, were we too did fired owe up. them an apology, and we should have. Yeah, because they should have done that. They, sorry, we only hit it. You know, he's sorry yeah, he hit a five hundred twelve yards in the air. Us three, I'm sure, are professionals to apologize to the groups ahead, right? Yeah. Hey, you kind of put that. The I had no idea. I can hit that. After you celebrate standing on top of the hill, flexing your biceps, driving Yeah, you should have. But no, I just. As a golf, I'm a I'm a golf purist, and I I, I I truly feel like that's so cool, like unless there's some crazy record that I'm not aware of, <laughs> and it, it would literally have to be like double car path bounce, and then that is where you have to like find a hole that has two different car paths intersecting the hole for it to stay on the line to go to the green. Like, I just can't see a way where somehow someone else has had a situation where they've been 510 yards away from the hole, hit a shot on the green, and made the putt. Yeah, and that, like, that that putt wasn't a short putt. Oh, that was that was thing. A, like if you that hit the center of the pin yeah. too. If that you was awesome. Simulate that a bunch of times, right? Like, there's there's a number of people on the planet that are capable of driving that green. Yeah. yeah. But it's doing it right. And, and and the other thing is, it's not like we're hitting a bunch of shots. We literally played the sh we played the hole mm -hmm. like we should. I hit one tee shot. I hit one putt. So the odds of actually hitting the green, first of all, you only you're coming from maybe a group of roughly 100 people on the planet that are maybe capable of actually driving the green, mm -hmm. would you say roughly? Mm -hmm. But then to actually make the putt, like, that's the longest putt I've made all year. Yeah. I, haven't made a, I haven't made a 45-foot putt since probably 2021. And I mean, it was we pace, too. COVID this was coming down that hill, either. too. That was, was, uh, that was awesome. Just just very, very lucky, obviously, to, to match those, that tee shot <laughs> and that putt. <laughs> you know, but, but the funny thing is, like, I knew what the situation was to some degree. We, we were kind of playing the hole quickly, and you know we had a group behind us. We had to keep pace. But when I stood over that putt, I literally get my little claw grip when I'm imagining. <laughs> it. When I when I, uh, when I when I took the claw and took that thing back, I knew what was it. I knew it was a cool opportunity to make an albatross. But obviously, you're not really thinking it's actually going to go in from that distance. But I was aware, like, this would be pretty cool to do this and to make it. And then obviously. Um, to have it to have a drop was kind of surreal for for you know. I, I think this pace it was coming it was coming out a little hot, but to be honest, I know that was such a hard putt. I think that's the softest you could have had that ball coming in realistically, unless you'd hit that putt like three times and knew the exact pace to get it over that ridge, because there was a ridge probably like seven feet in front of the hole that was mm. pretty steep, similar to the hole yeah. before. It could have picked yeah. up speed and it could have just and sent I, it off. But yeah. it, the it was speed good. it was coming in at that pretty much had to hit the center of the flag yeah. stick because if it hit it on the side it would have glanced off and hit the lip and ran out that literally was center cut red like center line red line for that cup from like 
15 feet out. I mean, I was not going anywhere but the center of the cup, and he was running after it like a good four seconds before it went in. I so really I, you appreciated know, the celebration, by the way, because yeah. you you went and chest bumped everyone and turned around <laughs> and just halted when it came to me. You so me thank to you for not wiping me out. Yeah, because I was afraid. The, and the golf purists with the golf shoes. We have tennis shoes on. We didn't tear up the greens, you know? Like, I mean, but that was, I mean, that was justifiably no, a was, moment in time where we could go nuts. And I, and, I, <laughs> and I know we spent a lot of, I guess, the first bit of time in this podcast on that, but like that truly, and in, in, in my 24 years of playing golf, that truly is the coolest, probably oh, the coolest thing I've ever seen in my life. Like, it's, it's, it's so easy to not think about how crazy it is because we kind of play the whole fast. But when you stop and think about it, a 510-yard golf shot, and then you made a 45-foot putt over two ridges just <laughs> glancing at it on a hole you've never played before that you played in like four minutes. He played that hole. We played that hole in like four minutes. It took us longer just to get down the, to the, the hole. Like we had to go oh, like God. because there was such a steep thing. God. I mean – that was something we were talking about it in the car. Yeah. We said we were very shocked that there was no like waiver that you need to sign. Yeah. There was moments when you're driving up those hills that you're like, I, if I was intoxicated, I for sure would have. It was a good thing yeah. I had one hour of sleep. I mean, yeah. It was a great thing for me to be driving. For those, yeah. of, you, for those of you listening, just to fill you in, like the tee box was so elevated that to get down safely, you couldn't possibly have the cart path in a straight line to the green. So it was kind of winding left and right, kind of like those roads in. Uh, in San Francisco, you know, those hills are so mm-hmm. steep. So but there back was and multiple forth. holes that had the windy. And yeah, there, it yeah. was just kind of like dirt. There was nothing to but, stop you from. While we're on the, but the views yeah. out there, by the way, Impeccable. incredible. Yeah, yeah, while we're on yeah. the subject, of course, Canyons Golf Club out in Utah, like, must play. Like, yes. Literally, that course didn't have a single bad hole. Like, every single hole was, like, Instagram-worthy, like, unbelievable there was one there's a short little part three but the gondola is going back and forth and oh, yeah. that was pretty we, cool. for a second thought we <laughs> we thought he made a hole in one we were just kind of screwing around he throws a ball down and flips it's like 140 yard par three and i was like that better not go in that better not like, be in the, i'd be so pissed the irony of him capturing the entire <laughs> albatross and him missing his first ever well it would have been your second hole one you yeah, can right. say your spiel on that one because like Let's, well, tell them your story on that, and let's let them in the comments decide if this counts. So we were at Fox Hills Country <laughs> Club out in London. This was right after. Well, the Open was yeah. going on. Went out and watched Bryson play, and I'm, I'm with my CEO from my software company, and we have to wait a little bit to play. We're playing all 36 holes at Fox Hills, so then they have a little pitch and putt course. Get up, 59 yards, just you know, just. Bang, goes right in the hole. And then when I walk up, the hole's like this fucking big. I'm like, you got to be shitting me. Like, I've never hit a hole in one in my entire life. And George is like, it counts. It absolutely counts. He's I like, mean, it's a hole. There's a, you know, there's a tee box. And I'm like, come on, man, I can't count it. If I'm you, I don't care. I'm, I'm saying I to everybody, I got a hole in one. I would I'm, count it. Why I don't not? care. I, I mean, just like the fact that the hole is like three had, times. That was side. not your doing. It was yeah, there. It's not my fault. That is not your But fault. that would be the hole in one you get. Like, that fits your personality. And you said it was 59 yards. It was 59 yards. Man, Wait, I'm also, like, come on, man. If they come out to play, Canyon I feel like that's the, sa- that's the same level of hole in one, real quick. Sorry, Carol. No, go that's for the it, same level of hole in one as like making one on a simulator. And by the way, one last thing I want to say uh, it's it's kind of the, it's kind of eh, it's a gray area. I would 1000% put your Instagram bio world, world's longest up and down record holder in parentheses 510 yards or something like that. Dude. Yeah, I mean, who's and if you know what, if somebody comes out of the woodwork and says we're gonna uh, go to that apartment and that you got evidence and you're <laughs> right, or go to those people in yeah. the apartment complex we're get and you got evidence, off on it. Um, uh, that that's fine. Like I I I'd love to hear it if somebody if somebody has in fact driven a green for longer and made a putt, but um, 
That's interesting. I think I might, I might start doing that. Like anytime I do charity events, be like, I also hold the record for the longest up and down. I like that, Kyle. The cool okay. thing is it's documented. Like when yeah. I, and so back when I was, you know, with the good, good guys, you know, I remember you were there for this. We were kind of like, you know, what do we do today? We were in town for a couple of days. I think it was late 2020. And well, Bubby and I talked about, well, why don't we, what's the longest catch of a golf ball ever? And we couldn't find anything for it. And the, it, the wind was howling that day. It was like 20 to 30. And people throw around wind gusts like, like actually t 25 mile an hour wind is freaking blowing. And like it was 100% 25 plus with 35 gusts. And we go to Frisco Lakes Golf Club. <laughs> we got Bubby with a little bicycle helmet <laughs> glove. <laughs> and I just start sending piss missiles on this. This range is long. I mean, this range is like from end to end. And I'm talking like the back edge of the grass to the, fr the, the other edge of the grass is like 460 yards. I mean, you, that's probably the longest range I've ever hit on. And I mean, I was like right around 147 club speed, 218 ball speed, and just going, and it was extremely difficult because Bobby was doing the calling. So Bobby had a phone, Bobby had a phone, and Bobby was calling the ball as it fell towards Bobby. And the, what, what happened was there was a huge crosswind left to right that we kept missing. So Bobby would say it's right on him and it would land like 10 yards to his right and he couldn't grab it. And like, we finally got it like the 90th ball. But I mean, I think the official record, it was something like- 421. 421 yards in the air was the one he caught. But I had a couple carry 455. I mean, it's crazy. And like, very probably a couple of those balls might've approached 500 yards. This is like, what was impressive. It took 94 tries. Um, and when he figured out that his balls, like every time he hit it past like 220 ball speed, he had to dial it down to 218. Yeah. He had to hit he it up. There was a shed. You had to hit it 210 to 220 as far as height in the air. And then you had to try to hit a draw to like knock down the crosswind because yeah. he was carrying it too far. So and what, what percentage of the balls he hit out of those 94 do you think were catchable? Uh, 40. It was, it was literally, it was unbelievable. He literally was putting on a clinic, you know, uh, part with, of it's, he, he was probably so plus much. or minus like five yeah. or 10 yards. And Bubby said the hardest thing for him, because I felt like we had good timing. Like oh, this yeah. ball's landing in three, down. two, one. And it was just give or take, uh, front or back. He's like, I had no problem going directional. Uh, because I, I put him in a good spot and once he started hitting like a draw into the cut wind, like it made it a lot easier and he was so close on one he caught on a bounce well, and then the other yeah. one he just missed and then dives and catches it. He was he legitimately out sitting there catching your ball. Oh yeah, you should watch the video. The video is unreal. Oh my god! It, it's it's, it's got to be one of their top videos of all time. I feel like we need to get Bobby out and catching your. <laughs> well, Bobby, honestly, you know, I would love to break, to break that record. record. I think I, that would be I, cool. It's very breakable because we did that at sea level. Yeah. Like if you oh, get wow. up here in elevation with just a little wind. Oh, I mean, and you can see the ball like today, like on that well, hole, that yeah, hole, dude. there's no doubt the one that he got the, the albatross on that you could have oh, catch a ball at 500 yards. Dude, even yesterday it's in the world long drive event, I was too. carrying it like 440, 435. Yeah. So, I mean, it's doable. Like it, it was just crazy. And like the, the thing was a lot of people say, oh yeah, he just caught a fly ball. I'm like, guys, that's the equivalent of a 1500 foot home run. Like that's that's literally three X. The and there's no way he sees the ball. That's the, whole the way, that's right? what people keep no, forgetting this. No. Yeah, when you're in the major leagues, you can track the ball from the strike of the bat, crack of the bat, to when it's in your glove. And here's the thing, you're not catching a fly ball any more than 410 20 feet because that ball's in the stands. So this is almost four X the length of the longest fly ball anybody's ever going to catch. The difficulty wasn't the catch itself. The difficulty was not seeing it and picking it out in time to react to it.
Mm. That was the hard part. And that's what people, I don't think, I think it's because you can't really show the true scale of distance <laughs> in a video because it was me hitting and cutting to Bobby hitting. And you can't really show the, dis the scale of that. So I think people kind of didn't realize how crazy that was. That's but tough to see because even at the World Long I could drive barely thing. see Bubby myself. Yeah, like I could, He's like a little speck. That's almost but a quarter mile. Yeah, it's, it was nerve-wracking for me because, I, you know, knowing Kyle, like, he's hitting 220-mile-per-hour golf balls, and if it hits was Bubby... Was he wearing it, equipment? He had a helmet. It was, like, almost he like a joke. He, we he went to Walmart and got a helmet and uh. got this crappy uh, mitt. <laughs> and he's... I mean, but the thing is, he's, like, sprinting at all these golf balls, like... He was laying out for him too. <laughs> yeah. You gotta watch the video. I, I mean, yeah, I don't know if we can link this. it, but like, I, I have to see this. My son but. has seen the video a hundred times. You know, he, he can't. That's he can't. crazy. It yeah. was great. Like, I mean, it worked out perfect. He was hitting the shots. We were all getting a nice little rhythm as far as like three, two, one, and like he's up. It's to your left. Five paces to your right. This one's at the shed. Like, we kind of got a nice little rhythm. And then not only that, they had the drone out. They had oh. Micah on the end of the range filming and then they had uh, whoever crazy, else like filming us on that was it was unreal because yeah, when he dove this. we're just like this and we weren't sure and then all of a sudden he throws his helmet up and he starts delight. sprinting and everybody's oh, jumping i'm like i guess he caught it you well know? speaking of like stuff that's crazy like the world long drive that we had because for those who don't realize like we're I, I think a lot of the thing our kind of our strategy to film stuff is like we're gonna meet around the long drive events because like the three of us compete or they're in you know, it's easy to have, have Carol fly out. Up. <laughs> no, I mean, it's great to have her out. And, you know, I mean, some, eventually some, I might be at one of these. So, yeah, if you guys don't know, she's okay. a long drive champion in training. So, I in mean, training. We have a we're working on it. I mean, I, I think she's got a lot of potential. That's but like, another thing I definitely want to talk about because that's, yeah. I, I mean, that's insane. I, I've never experienced what you, I got a, like a Tell me your thoughts on it. What were your thoughts on that? So I put her through, after the tournament last evening, I put her through kind of a speed training session. And she's very fit. She's strong. And, you know she should be able to swing quite fast. I mean, what were your thoughts on going through a speed training session? So th this was my first experience at World Long Drive. I didn't really know how everything worked and, and watching, how many of you were out there? 64. Yeah. 64. 64 of these men just recoil and have so much power in their swing. And in my head, I'm, I didn't really understand how this works. And I consider myself an athlete of some sort. You know, I'm strong, I, I lift a lot and so, but in my body, when I go play, I'm like, I don't know how to, where to get that power from and apply it. So what Kyle did is you capped me on a specific amount of balls yeah. I could hit. Cause it's, it, it, I, I caught myself literally sweating. I was sweating. <laughs> I felt a little out of breath and the amount of adrenaline that kicked into my body as I'm doing this, well, you're yelling at me, you're yelling at me. <laughs> we had a crowd in front of you. Yeah, and yeah. there's like seven of these long drivers <laughs> just sitting there watching me hitting a little skirt. I mean, I can see why that's entertaining, but. It's gotten like 12,000 likes in the last 24 hours. I know, and I'm, I'm sitting there laying on the ground, like getting, you know, ants no. on me, like making sure I get a good 3x slow-mo. Bobby, Bobby's in, on the floor. Bobby yeah, this, all I this could... This angle looks good here from behind. All it was was double cheeks, and I'm like, okay, that has... I can't even see my swing, but it sounds good. Looked great. But it was really cool to see how much speed I was able yeah. to build up and the amount... So I maxed out... It, we were trying to hit 90, right? You maxed out at 88.8 or 88.9, something yeah. like that. Yeah, and so now, I mean, I feel like that's got to be my next goal. I have to hit 90. But I'm going to take the time to practice on my own so that by the next time we well, do I've it given again. you the prescription. Yeah, he, he has. Um, but I got a 245 carry. 245 carry, like 263 rollout. And admittedly, we were at elevation, but still, like, 
I but mean, I started out where? At she was like she was hitting like 150, was, 160 near 180. But I admittedly, I think she too. was nervous. I was really nervous. That was a lot of pressure. The big thing was getting her out of her own way. And I think once we got her yeah. reacting to the ball instead of trying to make something like to try to think about hitting it, like she started hitting it a lot better. And I mean, that's kind of the crux of it. That's how you kind of hit the ball far as you react to the ball. You don't like try to guide it. But it, I mean, you and know, I was sore this morning. Yeah, well, <laughs> imagine how I feel this morning. I you know, know. But, I mean, I, what I would say is, like, you know, she was, she got a lot of potential. She was, you know, right at 90 miles an hour, you know, at her max speeds. And 106, 107 is kind of where you need to be if you want to start to be competitive and throw a long drive club in her hand. She's going to be low 90s. So, like, I, in my long drive career, I started at, like, 133, 134, and I've gained almost wow. 30 miles an hour club head speed. So, like, it's very doable. I don't think people realize how much speed you can gain if you train the right way consistently. Am I like um, your little prodigy at this at the moment? What, what's going to happen? You're getting there. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna I'm gonna make you my little long drive machine. Okay, so. and then eventually, if I if I'm courageous enough, he thinks I should see a sports psychologist. So <laughs> I, then we're gonna just, try eventually to get in there. And I would see just if say I can. a normal psychologist. You know, Bobby, I think <laughs> we need to see a lot of things. But you can't see anything with sunglasses. Yeah, on. no, literally, he can't even see. So. You should see a mirror. Maybe. He's riding the emotional high, you know, of, he of that He's still coming. This I've got probably, Happy Gilmore going on just, in the Not to harp on it too much more, but just so you guys know, this albatross we talked about probably happened less than four hours ago. So yeah. he's still kind of, he still kind of has that, you know, like swag. That he, chose, he chose the one cow. On, on his dating profile now, it's like yeah. I hit an albatross. I've, I've, already, I've already asked like seven women for their numbers. They've all rejected <laughs> me. I'm, I'm, I'm coming back down to earth a little bit, but... Uh, you know, Kyle's dad, Bill, and I was just a few minutes ago, I was like, hey, Bill, remember that one time I made an albatross on a par five, you know, put it in right in there? He's like, oh, oh I do remember that. Yeah. He's like, I'm like, I'm never going to let this go. But um, that's a shot. You know, like, I think that's one of those things that like everybody likes to have a story of a shot, a specific shot that they made or a putt that they made or something. And, you know, I don't think I really had anything that was all that special before that a couple hole in ones that weren't really anything to speak of. So it's kind of nice to have like that story, like that something to tell. And you'll um, never and forget, never it. forget it. No, yeah. I'll never well, forget never, it. Well, never, none of us will. Was, especially yeah, in Utah. Was, would you ever have thought you would have gotten your albatross at, in Utah? I did have a buddy hear this. This is even, I would say this is lower odds. I have a buddy I played college golf with. Uh, his name is Danny. He made two albatrosses on the back nine. <laughs> did he break par? Same round? Yes, he did. Okay. Same round, two albatrosses on the back nine. Wow. And he didn't film and one. And that of them. actually was on. They did a news article on it and stuff like that. It That's wasn't a competitive crazy. round, but it, there were witnesses. It wasn't two albatrosses in the same round. Both of them were from outside 200 yards. You know what I'd be thinking think of the about odds there? of that. What I would I would be super stoked, but I would be so upset that I didn't have any of them on film. Like, but I no, because yeah, because he didn't. Right, all he had was like oh. the pictures of him like holding, holding it up, that's you just, know, smiling. That's but the so second sad. one, because because it was crazy because there was enough time between where I heard about the first one. Like the first one happened to him and he posted on his story on Instagram and everything and everyone's congratulating. I'm sure like, dude, that's awesome. Like that's so sick, Albatross. And then all of a sudden, like, I remember like 45 minutes later being back on Instagram. I'm like, I'm, I already saw this. He already made it. I'm like, oh, he did it again. Wait, this is a new story. This is his second Albatross. Like, and it, the, the odds of that are just next level. Like what, one in a, a well, it's 12, billion? Yeah, it's 12,500 to one from 165 yards to hit a hole in one. So Let if he's at 200, his odds go up exponentially. And not only that, like I said, once he hits the hole in one, he has one crack at, at doing it immediately after that. So, so Stephen Hawking, tell me what the odds are. 
I mean, well, let me say this. I want to. I want to bring 15, something. Fifteen thousand times fifteen thousand. There's something else that comes to mind that I want to bring up about this before before we move on to a new topic. You just drove a par five straight away. So this brings up the question: Do you think we will ever see a condor? Because here's the deal. We could hit all on one on that if we. There spent. have been three in my. And you guys can correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe there have been three confirmed recorded instances of condor, which is four under par, a hole in one under par five in the history of golf. All three have been dogleg par fives. Mm -hmm. There's never been a straightaway, like true to distance, like reaching a par five and one, jarring it ever, ever. And I honestly would love for us to spend like a day at a hole like that and just hit shot after shot with the golf course's permission, of course and go for a condor. Like, to me, that would be the coolest thing ever. And like, honestly, my vote to do it would be someone like Bobby Ray or Bobby Bradley. Like, honestly, if you guys got like 50 cracks at it, you're well rested, I, I think you would literally hit like, maybe get 100 balls laying on the green and given the sheer space of the green, like you might have like a 10 to 20% shot of getting one. And like, if you can get that view from on the green facing back to the tee and keep that shot, that ball in the shot the entire way, follow it to the green and watch it go in. I mean, to have a recorded condor on a non-dogleg par five would probably be one of the top 10 most incredible things in the history of golf. Because that, be yeah, that hole is accessible too, because more than likely we're going to have the ball cut just a little bit. It's going to yeah. be a little left to right. And the way, you know, if we landed just a little bit left of the green, I mean, you had a chance. I mean, he was far right on the green and then had to go up the hill and what have you. Yeah, but, but yeah. That, yeah, was, it was that hole was accessible. I mean, it, it could have dunked it if, you could if do I was it. at the hole. You could do it, but yeah. so mm -hmm. overall, Utah's been pretty fun. Yeah. It's been good. Absolutely. We had a long drive it's tournament. We played golf. Heat, heat was real. What was your guys' <laughs> favorite part about this trip? Because, like, for those of you guys who don't realize, this is, like, I guess you could say our first true official trip as a group. Yeah. Like, we had a kind of a pilot filming to kind of get coordinated and figured out. But, like, this is our first real, like, we're doing this. We're, we're Honestly, hitting, I had so much fun on this trip. Like, fr from beginning to end, like, I really enjoyed being able to watch you guys kind of do what you do and it helped me also kind of admire you guys more as athletes i'll never be that nice to you guys ever again so just soak it in <laughs> but no you were, it was really cool to watch you guys hit and watch how that works and then coming out to play i thought that was a lot of fun there was a lot of moments of laughter and like challenges and like me freaking using the driver to chip up, up off the lip i didn't think i could do that well, i was impressed to see you get up and down from a pot <laughs> bunker with the driver like literally like i'm not i'm she took a driver, greenside in a pot bunker, hit the driver, and it ended up like a foot away. Yeah. Like, I'm, I mean, the we'll distance have to, control is just uncanny. That was incredible. Yeah. I mean, like, that was amazing. And, like, for me, my favorite part was, like, getting to gel with you guys. And, you know, like, this idea was conceived March of last year. I mean, this has literally been in the works for probably, uh, we're going on, like, 16, 17 months now. This has been in the works, like, literally a year and a half. Like, it's so great to see an idea take take shape and to see rubber hit the road and to see it working this well this early. Um, and it's really exciting. Like, I really like doing this. It's a lot of fun. Um, you know, and I obviously, I obviously love competing this week in long drive. You know, did go my way in the quarters. I've hit some humongous balls and just burned the edges. But, like, I'm hitting it amazing, and, like, I'm super excited for, like, the televised event in Tennessee in a couple of weeks in Worlds. Try to grab that third belt. I'm hitting it the way I need to. I just got to get a few things going my way. But I don't know. I just really I loved the morning. We filmed this morning. 
it was so much fun. I mean, you know, I've just really enjoyed it. And I just, I've enjoyed being around these people and, you know, enjoyed hanging out and it's been a lot of fun and it's really working out great. So it's just been overall a great trip and, you know, like the host club here has been amazing. Um, Canyons Golf Club and, uh, Ooh. Couldn't ask for more. If they come play here, you got to bring in your scorecard. If you yeah. bring in your scorecard, you get 20% off. The yeah. 19th hole. Yeah, good little 19th, restaurant. Yeah. It's had some wings and Brussels sprouts. It's 19% off, technically. Which makes yeah, because it's but the 19th hole. Yeah. Yeah, they yeah, should yeah. have probably given us 50% off because there was an albatross in the card. There was. <laughs> Just we even put a, we put a hole in one on Carol. Um, we, everybody <laughs> shot a 33 and Carol shot a 66. And I'll be honest, with a 15 and yeah. a hole in one. I'll be honest, the food was actually amazing too. Yeah, so it I, was good. I'm always impressed about the quality of food at golf clubs. This one was exceptional. But I definitely uh, yeah. want to come back to Utah. Utah's been well, we're, fun. We, I mean, I don't think this tour world long drive tour stops going away anytime soon. So that'll probably happen. And uh, I'd love to come back. I honestly would love to come back to this course. And I would love for us to reserve like a day where our mission is to get a condor. Probably. Like. Like, imagine how exciting that would be if you have a ball online, heat seeking for the pin. Like, God, imagine having a condor caught live. Now, and we're the right. only ones who can do it, in my opinion, because you need distance to do a true, legitimate condor. So. Yeah, yeah. So, Bobby, what was your favorite part of this? I uh, just, you talked about us getting together. I mean, it, take, it took a little bit of time, but what I'm excited about bit, yeah. was, you know, we're sitting with DJ Khaled one day at, was it Lagorce? We were yeah. at Lagorce. And because uh, I, I know these guys and gals personally, and I've always, you know, kind of hid behind the camera. So people are like, who's this fucking guy, you know, type of deal. But my favorite thing that DJ Khaled said to you is that, Kyle, you're a secret. And he's like, he's like, you're a secret. And he goes, people need to know more about your personality and, and who you hang around and what have you, because you're fun to be around. But yeah. I don't think a lot of people know that. They just see you as this fucking long drive guy that's so intense that it's like does he have a personality is his only word go or you know what well, i'll be you. honest like expanding on that like i would say i, I think these two people are secrets like and yeah. that, i think that was part of the reason we wanted them to be in our group is because like we saw tremendous potential of both of them like i really yeah. really, really really did like and so that's why i could be more excited about getting this getting this rocking and rolling and you know I'm sure the con some of the content's out now, some of it's out, and some of it's probably coming out soon at the time this podcast being released. But, like, the, the filming of this morning went so incredibly well, especially <laughs> for being literally the morning after a long, 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 long drive tournament. <laughs> like, it went so well. This was amazing. Like, it was such a good filming session, such good chemistry. The course, as I said, was amazing. Like, it was so great, you know, and I'm just super excited to see where this goes, you know. And, Lots of adventures I mean, ahead. Yeah. yeah. So those guys are physically sore in my voice. I just talked for like and 20 minutes. So besides hours. the condor, what was your favorite part of this week? Yeah, well, I think Kyle um, is, is somebody that you guys already know to some extent if you've seen his content. But like Bobby said, he is a fun guy to hang around. And, and it's interesting to hear his thoughts on things. And Kyle on the grid competing in long drive in business mode is not the same as he is outside of his job right that's his office i think that applies to a lot of people he's serious he's in the moment but the second you get him out of there he's someone different but in both ways he's entertaining um i think that i'm i'm a professional long driver i'm obviously not at his level in the sense that i'm not at the top of the world right i'm a guy who's competing who has a chance to win events if maybe i'm hitting the ball as well as i can but we both have this on-grid personality and off-grid personality and i think it's important for them to be able to look at both like 
you'll never be able to see the adrenaline that he and I have when we hit big balls. And they may be at different points in the event. But like I had a really big ball. I had a sixth ball that I hit um, to move on, uh, you know, and stay in the event. And, you know, you may have seen that, you may not. But um, the adrenaline you feel and the adrenaline that I got just from watching Kyle hit a huge ball against Martin, that was probably the highlight for me because you don't forget that feeling, getting those chills, and, and like you literally start shaking with that much adrenaline. Felt pretty good on my end, too. Yeah, <laughs> right, yeah. And, and, he, and uh, uh, what was that you said after you hit that ball? I said game over. Yeah, he just said, and with the, with and the, the, the I kill felt, sign. I felt a little bad after because, like, the set was still going. Like, he had, like, another ball. And, like, Martin's a great hitter. So, like, I mean, I'm – but it's a competitive thing. And cool thing about someone like Martin is he gets – he's a great hitter, and he understands that to grow the sport, you need people picking sides. And we've always understood at the end of the day, even when we take shots at each other, it's not personal. It's just being competitors. And at the end of the day, we say, hey, go get them. You know? And that's kind of how it's always been. Um, and I love that about competitors like that. And by the way, he's probably one of the few people who's – his intensity is pretty close to my intensity. I've so, never seen you like I mean, that. I'll tell you what. When you look at Bobby no. Ray and he's doing his <laughs> waggles, like looking down the grid, he takes one last look down the grid. And when you watch him and they show the side view, take a look. Because if looks could kill, that is a look that could kill. I mean, it's like a, it's like a. Well, well, well. Like you, know, you, know, you know, the looking could kill is when I get sixth balled <laughs> by a yard, and I'm throwing my stuff on the on the practice ring. And Carol got a front row seat seat of that. Well, yeah, because I was standing next to you as you said, I need a face to punch, and literally there's me, <laughs> there's me just going, well, I should move now. So. <laughs> Yeah, but oh, I've I never. I, yeah, yeah I, I literally, I'm shaking. I'm like, I, I, I need it, something. I, I need someone to, to I need someone yeah. to, to but, hit. But here's the thing, though. Like, that stuff is so important to show because, like, look, it's we're not robots who have don't have emotions. Like we have emotions. We're human. When things don't go our way, we get upset. We get angry. We get pissed. I mean, we really do. And it's. I think it's so cool. And I. And if you guys really like those long drive, and I'm sure we could link one of the long drive episodes so you guys can take a look at it. It's a really cool, visceral, true to life, no holds barred, inside look. I mean, the crew we had there did not intercede whatsoever. This is raw emotion, the raw reality of what it is like to compete at the highest level in a sport. And I think what's really cool about our group is we have several people in this group who are active professional athletes at the highest level of a sport. And you get that inside look and you can really see the emotions and the things we go through to be at our best. And we're not going to hold anything back. If it's something that makes us not look amazing, we're going to show it because we want you guys to see the, what's really going on. And um, so I really hope you guys enjoy those long drive. I think we should make that a recurring series for sure. Just follow the long drive tour and follow me and Bobby Ray. And if Bobby Bradley wants to, you know, <laughs> Bobby, I have, I have to train for too, by the way, but, but I think that would be something really cool for you guys to watch. But, um, you know, I think this has been a really great podcast. It's been an incredible trip. Um, you know, as I said, this has been in the works for 17, 18 months. And I'm, we're just, I think I speak for all of us, but we're just so excited to have super. rubber meeting the road. And we're just super excited to take you guys on this ride with us. And, you know, as always, if you guys have anything to say, any constructive criticism, any thoughts or ideas, what you would like to, to see or hear, we are here to be a vessel for your entertainment. So we want to serve your needs. So if there's something you want to see, something you want to be changed, let us know because we want to make this the best possible experience for you guys. So I really enjoyed this trip. I know you guys did. It's yeah. been a blast. And um, here's to many more. Um, we will see you guys next time. Happy Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> Adios. Well, I should say, as the late great Dick, 
as the late great Dick Sanford always said, good night, God bless, and drive home safely. Oh, God.